A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This is the Mischief Makers podcast and I'm Charlie Russell. Hosting brand new episodes, chatting all things Peter Pan Goes Wrong, recorded on Broadway in New York City. Uh, we thought we'd record a couple of episodes from here to give you a flavour as to what's going on in the mischief multiverse in New York, and basically about how we're having a lovely time. Um, my first guest this week on the podcast... We'll try again tomorrow. Just a couple of guests on the podcast. Oh, goes wrong. I'm immediately regretting this. (laughs) (laughs) You've invited Um, all of us now. I shouldn't have asked these guys. My first guests this week are very special people, uh, but I'm going to let them introduce themselves because I keep not being able to speak. Um, So who's here? Come on, tell me who's here. Hello, I'm Henry Shields, and I'm a member of Mischief. I'm Nancy Zamet. Hi. And I'm Greg Tannehill. Oh, this is very exciting. Now, I know why we're here, but maybe some people, if they haven't listened to the podcast before or if they're new to Mischief, don't know why we're all in New York. So, Greg, why are we all here in New York in the first place? We're in New York to do one of our shows, uh, Peter Pan Goes Wrong, um, a show that we first did back in 2004? 13. 13. And the last time we all did it, us OGs, was two thousand. 15. Yeah, I think yes. you're right. Did we shoot the TV show in 2016? That's right, we did, so the, we did the, yes. the cheeky one. Well, this is perfect. This is bringing me on to what I want to talk about because mm. some people don't know about the history of Peter Pan Goes Wrong, which is now currently playing on Broadway. Um, but it started back 2013, 10 years ago, mm. um, at the Pleasance Theatre. Yes, it did. Uh, it was a sequel to The Play That Goes Wrong, an indirect sequel to The Play That Goes Wrong. Uh, and we wrote it while we were still doing Play That Goes Wrong at the Old Red Lion and then later on at the Trafalgar Studios. That's when we were writing uh, Peter Pan. And then we tr- first tried it out. I think it was the first... It was sort of Christmas, wasn't it? It was the mm-hmm. first Christmas yeah. after we had uh, gotten Play That Goes Wrong up and running. It mm. opened on December the 10th 
I remember this very, mm. very, okay. very specifically because I broke my foot on December the 11th. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. 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 Tell us about that, Nance. <laughs> if you can well, bear it. We just it. did like, you know, a few weeks of lovely rehearsal. We made the show happen and uh, figured it all out. And then we did one run of it. Mm-hmm. One, one, one performance. One performance yeah. for the pu- Did I get a performance of we the public in? I think so, yeah. Gosh, yeah. Um, and then I broke my foot in a rehearsal mm-hmm. oh, the day after, morning after. Mm-hmm. Just just doing a simple little tink jump, wasn't yeah, it? It was ju- like a- just jumping. You'll notice that mm-hmm. when I play Tinkerbell now, I barely move my feet. <laughs> um, and there's a huge reason for that because they just break easy, I guess. Oh my gosh. It was such an awful moment because we, yeah. like, the lead up to it, we've been working, what, like, till the early hours of the morning trying to build the set paint it all then we're putting it on rehearsing because back in the days when you know we were not uh we didn't have as much support as we do now mm-hmm. and we finally put it on and then you broke your foot mm-hmm. it was awful it was unbelievable but i i uh broke up with my boyfriend who wasn't incredibly supportive of my uh budding theater career and met my husband so mm. in the cloud. Oh, oh great. there you D- go does the ex okay. get a mention on the phone should we name no, my, I think, talk, I don't my name so. I think my that's name? not yeah. nice is it? <laughs> big I, shout out to he has to see my face all over the tube so I, it, it, it did it already. that's I'm, revenge I'm sure enough he listens to this podcast <laughs> <laughs> alright so who does everyone play in Peter Pango's run I play Chris Bean who is the head of the drama society and he has cast himself as Mr. Darling and Captain Hook mm-hmm um, I play Jonathan, the Cornley member, um, who is playing Peter Pan. And I play Annie, who is play. She she basically picks up all the roles that weren't weren't anyone else's. So I'm playing Mrs. Darling, Liza, Tinkerbell, and Curly, the Lost Boy. Mm-hmm. But the whole gag is that I quick change between them. Yeah, yeah. that's very good. And I play Sandra, who plays Wendy. Mm-hmm. Oh, very fun. So after Pleasance, what what happened after that? We it went on tour, but we weren't in it. It did. We were doing something else at the time. What Thank you. Was the play that goes wrong? We were busy with uh, <laughs> doing the yeah. yeah. We just done the it, tour of play that goes wrong. Oh, we had done the tour. Yes, we done. And the then tour. we went to the West End, and we didn't know if we were going to be in the West End for very long. So we thought we might be able to start that Peter Pan tour, but then actually. We ended up just recasting Peter Pan. Mm-hmm. We had uh, a new cast with a lot of familiar mischief faces. Harry did that tour. Mm-hmm. Matt Cavendish. The, Matt Cavendish. Is that Leonie and Naomi? Leonie and yep. Naomi, Naomi. Laura Kerman. Yeah. Fred Gray. Um, Laura, Larry Piers. I'm sure yeah. we're forgetting wonderful people. Oh, James Marlowe. Mm-hmm. Wow, yes, what a hell of a cast. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it was amazing. No, yeah. no, no, it wasn't James Marlowe. Oh, it was. Damn. Yeah, yeah. Alex Bartram. No, James Marlowe was... Um, uh, he played Dennis. Yeah, Max. Oh, yeah. He played I'm Dennis. So, I'm Matt so played sorry. Matt. <laughs> I'm so, many... so sorry. There's too many Dennis's, Max's, Michael's. and um... <laughs> It has been yeah. a real journey. <laughs> it has. So there was a tour and various people played various parts. It um, was brilliant. It was brilliant. It was. They, they, that, that was at a time, I would say, where we were still working out the script. So mm. they all did very well uh, selling what was at the time not our best material. I think we were still workshopping it. There were still large chunks which have not survived to this day. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were kind of writing and changing things on the go. And um, we were seeing them on tour and then going, ah, oh, the scene doesn't work. Let's rewrite, let's rewrite. Um, and then by the end of that tour, I think we had the script in a place uh, where it was really strong and it was ready to go into the West End, which is what happened then. Mm. And that's when we got to do it again, didn't we? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And uh, the Apollo. The Apollo, yeah. Mm. 
Did we do that? We did that after bank robbery, didn't we? No, just before. Just so before. before bank we'd robbery. We'd done a workshop for bank robbery. Oh we'd done, my we'd done the play that goes yeah. wrong. We did a four-week workshop for bank robbery. Then we mm. went into the West End for Pan and then started bank robbery in 2016. Because there was a time when we were doing bank robbery when Peter Pan was going with another cast and play that goes wrong was going, right? Yes. Yeah. So we, we had three, all three shows on in the West End at the same time, which was insane. Yeah. Yes. Well, no, when we, yeah, that we was were the, doing and next year, yeah, yeah, that was the year after. Yeah, yeah. That's so right. we were doing. We were doing bank that, that, No, that, we were doing bank, bank, robbery bank robbery when oh there was three. <laughs> What's happening? The I mean, shows all kind of leapfrogged each other. Yeah, because <laughs> we actually then did the BBC production of Peter yeah. Pan Goes Wrong during Back bank robbery. Whilst during we were doing, bank, yes, yeah. that was it. that was yeah, yeah, completely. Crazy for your brain. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like we I were doing one show involved. in the night and then filming another one. No, we took a week off. We had one week off, but then we did have a week where we were... We had a week off for like rehearsal with the TV crew and working everything out. And then we had a week where we were in Pinewood during the day coming back to do yeah. bank robbery. And we all got one bank robbery show off. Oh, yeah. Do you know oh. we all were allowed This is one so off. funny, this podcast. It's going to be, it's like a, a bunch of old people trying to remember how <laughs> they got they, where I they are. I don't remember anything. Yeah, this there's, is like an insight into the future when we all live in the same sort of farcical uh, old people's home. <laughs> there's, I mean, there's one scene in Peter Pan Goes Wrong uh, that you can see in the BBC version where you can tell that I have had no sleep and I am not the <laughs> Wait, present. Wait, which one? Which one? It's when we, uh, it's, it's in the lagoon when we arrive after having sung Yoho which we recorded at a slightly different time. The, 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 the song finishes and the ship stops and then it comes in close and you see Chris B with like red eyes just going, <laughs> oh, still the night here. <laughs> and it's really just an exhausted man oh, wait, for is five that, minutes. Is that the, no, the pirate, no, not that one, no. Because there's one scene where I finally get to play Kecko, the pirate. Oh, I don't yeah. know why I was yeah, doing yeah. that, but I got, was. You got your fake biceps in. But I was so overdoing it in the background of your good acting. Just like uh, upstaging you massively with these huge biceps. I'm sure it wasn't that good. <laughs> I feel like it's appropriate to Annie. You know, she got the opportunity to oh, play absolutely. a pirate. She fully commits. Mm. Of course. And mm. it was because we had the wonderful David Suchet, who was playing the narrator, but he wasn't going to play the pirate Chekhov. That's so then you did. Oh, of course. There we go. I wondered why I was doing that. <laughs> but that was a really interesting time, right? Because we'd not done TV before. And we, we, I remember thinking like, oh, we'll just film it in one go because, you know, we won't stop. And then we learned how that's really unhelpful for TV people and how we need to be able to stop and have cut points. Mm. And do you remember there was, we did the nursery scene uh, once in front of the TV audience. Adam Megiddo, our director, came backstage. I vividly remember this. In the green room. In the green room. Yes. Okay, guys. Um, so you've been doing such great work in rehearsals and really, really adapting it well for TV. But what just happened now was insane. <laughs> <laughs> we were like, what? And he was like, yeah, you all need to calm down. You've lost your minds. Because apparently we were going like a mile a minute okay. and everything was so quick because we were so back exciting. in front of an audience. Yeah, probably true. Yeah. yeah, it was a fun time. But, but that's what Amy—that's what Amy said when we went back into the play that goes wrong recently. Amy Milburn, yeah, exactly the same note. That she we was like, "You guys are like just—you've lost minds, and like you're not playing the reality of it at all." And it's a note that we give everyone all the time. We're like, mm. "Just keep it real," and like do that. And we just <laughs> exactly didn't do that. No, yeah, when it gets it, the, the, the moment it gets to you, doesn't it? It's just wild. Um, but it was a fun one, and then that kind of led to. That TV show kind of led to more TV, which was brilliant. Mm -hmm. It did. So Peter Pan Goes Wrong uh, led to Christmas Carol Goes Wrong. The BBC enjoyed Peter Pan and they said, well, can you do that again with Christmas Carol? 
and then Christmas Carol led to the Goes Wrong film. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now, after all that, we are bringing Peter Pan Goes Wrong to Broadway. Yeah. Uh, it's been a long time coming. I know we thought we might have been going a while ago. Yeah, we've been trying to make it happen since we did Play the Goes Wrong here. Well, because we had a theatre almost ready yeah. right after that Christmas after we left the first time around. Because I remember I just had a baby and I was like, don't worry, guys. I can definitely do the show. It's fine. <laughs> and then looking back, I'm very glad that we didn't go to Broadway mm. that Christmas. Yeah. yeah. I think it worked yeah. out in the end, but um, I know our producers have been working very hard since then to try and make it happen. Yeah. It's so nice to be here now. So, there were so many years where I'd, I'd get a phone call and be like, it might happen. Just so you know, we'll let you know in like two weeks or so if it's going to happen. And I'd get all excited and then uh, nothing would, no other phone call would come. Mm-hmm. And that happened so many times where even this time I was like, yeah, it's not going to happen. Yeah. I'd completely <laughs> given up hope. And then that, that phone call this time, I was mm. like, oh my God. Yeah. No, it's always hard to believe because it's so, so difficult to get a show to Broadway mm. because two major issues are getting a theatre and they're often either booked up or left dark specifically because producers want to wait for a next the next big musical to come in. And it's also getting the money and it's always way more expensive than anyone thinks it's going to be, mm-hmm. including us. We all, we, yeah. we, we all, oh, it's going to cost this. And they're like, no, no, it's double that. <laughs> what do you think it's going to be? It's way, way more. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, but then it it worked out. I can't. I actually can't believe it. Yeah. And I just have a little moment because this is. I don't know what to dream of after this. Uh. I actually have no idea what to like. Be like, oh, you know what will be the best job ever? That uh, it's this. So mm. I feel like the blues after this show is going to be hardcore because yeah. like that. It's this. This has always been the thing that I've been waiting to do. I've been like, oh my god, can't believe it! Now we're doing it, and it's uh, what? What do you dream? What do you dream of? I think we just probably all go somewhere to die. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> little beach, nice little beach, a little beach. Yeah. I mean, I've got to say, backstage it is really nice at the moment. Yeah. There's this feeling, you know, when we're all ready to go on, or at the end, even if everyone's really tired, everyone's quite just excited to mm. do Peter Pan Goes Wrong. It is wrong. lovely. I love doing this show. It is my favorite one to perform of all the shows Me we've too. done. It's mm-hmm. so much fun. And at the moment, all I dream of is is staying here because mm, um, yeah. you never know with Broadway. We may not. No, exactly. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah we but we yeah. can't, can we? Ever? Oh no, we well, can't. Well, we are. We're going to be kicked out eventually uh, because we're British and they don't want us here. <laughs> we're very um, expensive to keep around. Mm, yeah, and there's a union and yeah, all that. Very, very good. Strong. Very good. It's very good. Mm. Yes, but there's always the chance. You never know with the Broadway show. There's always the chance they they close you because mm. um, because Hugh Jackman wants to do a musical. Yeah. You never know. So, fingers every, crossed. We'll every invite. time people say Hugh Jackman, I always think that his name is Hugh Ackman. I know what you mean. I think that as well. Hugh, Hugh Jackman. Jackman. Yeah. And that's all I hear when I hear the word. No? What's up, Hugh? I wonder if his friends call him Hugh Jackman. Huge. And also, he is huge. He is, yeah. yeah. And huge, you know, also figuratively in terms of as a star. Sure, yeah. yeah. In every huge. sense, he is huge. Oh, huge. Come and see the show, right? <laughs> Come on, and, and don't, Come on, don't kick us out with your musical. Yeah. I mean, I get it. If I was an investor, I'd want to invest in that. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. 
Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. But I've just, just thought maybe it's worth mentioning that we haven't, haven't even technically opened yet. Oh, no. yes. yeah. It's like we, we have a very long preview uh, time, which we're still in, and our official opening is April 19th. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah. About a week away? Just over uh, a week away. Yeah, from, a week away. From now when we are recording. We've, um, we've had, like, questions and stuff. People asking what it's like for us to re-rehearse it. And I suppose we've just talked. It's nice to do it again. But, like, how did everybody find Do you remember when we, did the, when we did the cry bit? I feel like we should talk about that. The first one, the, <laughs> Charlie's looking at me like really concerned. No, it's a really nice thing. The crying thing. Oh yeah, I remember like, the crying. When we did we did the first run through of it, and there's this bit at the end where somebody I don't know spoilers. I don't know. Like yeah, somebody's, no, no. somebody's reading the end section of the yeah. the show, and it's like really beautiful. It's a lovely moment. It's got a lot of heart in it. It's all gorgeous. And the darling family are looking out, and. Both me and Charlie in the first rehearsal run through that had gone, you know, averagely. <laughs> um, just had a moment where we both just welled up, mm-hmm. just being like, "I cannot believe we're about to do this on Broadway." And then we both looked at each other like, ah, "Yeah, I'm crying at you." Obviously, I'm always crying, but like, <laughs> yeah, me too, yeah to it was so not. It's so amazing. Well, that's why I always remember that, like, of the Apollo, is that however the show had gone or like however I was feeling, you know, that last moment when you're looking out into the audience is as a bit of a gift for an actor. You never get a stillness moment where you get to just be present mm-hmm. and not worrying about the next thing. You just get to look out and go, oh, we did a show. And then I thought, oh, we're going to get that. <gasps> we're going to get that on Broadway. Every night I think that though. I Every know. night I think, I can't believe we're here. And it's rare to do that in a, in a job. But have you found it in terms of just... Uh, Remembering the old lines is a basic question. They were all there. They were all in my brain. (laughs) Not for everyone. Not for not Not for me. Oh, (laughs) I don't have lines in Act Two, so it's quite easy for me. That's true. You're mostly on. I just jingle. I couldn't remember the jingles at all. Actually, (laughs) (laughs) what about you guys? You have a lot to do. Um, No, I don't know. Yeah, I think they're weirdly in my in my head when I came back. It was quite easy to pick them back up, and then. And then I have a section of time where I don't have to say anything for a while. And uh, yeah, I don't know. You had a great one the other day, Greg. Where we were doing a Neil Patrick Harris rehearsal. Neil I hate Patrick. to name drop, but I have done. Um, and you weren't flying, Greg. Oh, yes. And, the, and <laughs> because you weren't in the air flying, you didn't say your lines. Oh, because yeah. you were just I was just very relaxed. Odd. I was like, yeah, yeah, cool. You guys have got this. Like, oh, yes. I'm shouting something in midair right now. You've got to be in the air to yeah, remember yeah. what you're doing. <laughs> it's all in the body. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I uh, I really enjoyed getting back to it, but also what I quite liked was um, getting the opportunity to kind of try and maybe do it better this time around. Mm. I have noticed you've been acting Wendy. I've been really well, really hard. It's very good. I uh, I know I shouldn't admit to that, you know, like oh, it all comes naturally. I'm just you know, but uh, no, I'm I'm re- I really tried. <laughs> I really tried. <laughs> I really tried to to be better. <laughs> Come, come, come! See the show so you can see if Charlie's better or not. I know. I mean, what if I'm not? Because I've tried really hard. It's going to be very it's disappointing. Are you kidding? It's incredible. <laughs> I've enjoyed that challenge and the opportunity to go back to something and try and do it better. That's nice. Mm. Mm, yeah, yeah. I've been trying to do it more stupid. 
Mm, it's coming across. I tried really hard. <laughs> well, it's the thing with the, our shows, like, we never really stop working on them. No. And, re- like, even today, we're just re- refining things and changing things and, and whatnot. So, mm. so yeah, yeah. We're, all, we're always striving to be better. Do you, great, yeah. do you remember what you've written, Shields? Oh, yeah. The lines came back, <laughs> no problem. That was fine. What um, about the I, revolve sequences? Well, we jazzed them up a bit. So, mm. that was just adding more... Uh, more running for me <laughs> um, but no it, I, I found it all came back pretty quickly my uh, endeavor this time around has been to just try and do as well as i did before which is a weird <laughs> way to look at it but it was just like i think i was pretty good then and now i'm older and it's harder <laughs> so so all the physical stuff all the slips and falls all the mm. like, squeezing myself through a through a tiny crack all of those <laughs> things are much more difficult and i'm injuring myself more often so it was just about you know trying to to weather it <laughs> yeah, so, uh, as someone at stage door when we were we we were doing stage door things the other day there was a guy that was just like i can't believe your body's holding out all of you yeah. and i was just like uh, kind of like at first i was like shocked offended and then i was like fair enough we're old and mm-hmm. like we're like pushing mid-30s and we're hopping around like we're in our t- early 20s mm. and he was like basically like i can't believe how old you guys are and no, you're still doing this and i was like <laughs> ah yeah fair enough oh god i'm basically held together with tape and glue now like it, yeah. it requires so much more attention and focus i have my pt pilates yeah. sleep no yeah, no yeah. alcohol just trying to you know, vocally keep yourself together physically keep yourself together when we're in our 20s we're just running around jumping off stuff yeah. it was easier but Breaking then you did break the your foot then... so well yeah but that's my foot <laughs> then my foot's breaking yeah. Yeah. i was still you know I was still cool. You were still, yeah. <laughs> you were young. You were pissed. I was still you hip were... and pissed. Okay, I was just very breaky. <laughs> Probably because I was so drunk all the time. Yeah. <laughs> oh, actually, we we have talked about this though. The whole cast, everyone's like, oh, we're so much older, and everybody's aged a bit, apart from Greg Tannehill. Wow. Have you got yeah. younger? Yeah. <laughs> just got a baby face. That's well, all. No, what's Ellie Morris's song for you? Little Greg does what he's told. Never, never gets, gets old. Got, got a baby, baby face. face. That is, that is the song. That is correct, yes. But also, you don't seem to be fatigued at all. It's fine. The wires do all work. It's fine. Hmm? I, the other day, you, I specifically noticed, because I came into your dressing room and said, yeah. like, how are you doing? And, and you said, oh, yeah, you know, just just, just can't wait for these, uh, these rehearsals in the daytime to go. I'm just a bit tired. And it stuck in my mind, because I'd never heard you say that before. <laughs> I'd literally never heard you say, oh, yeah, I'm just a bit tired. So, wow. Even Greg. Yeah. Even Greg's tired. <laughs> yeah, wow. That is an insight, actually. Yeah. yeah, I was actually just hungry. It turns out I just needed a sandwich. <laughs> sandwich yeah, yeah. Yeah. You are always God hungry. Said. That is the thing. <laughs> that's the secret. Just keep eating. Keep eating. Yeah. <laughs> so we've also been working with some new people, including Bartley Booz, who's American, who's from the Play That Goes Wrong cast. He's been fantastic. Incredible. I very much enjoyed that. What a guy. Um, and we've got Matt Cavendish. Um, Harry's joining us here because it's the first time since Pleasance that I've done it with Harry. Mm. Yeah. Because he was then in the second, he was like doing the tour in the West End when we went in it. That's been fun. And then, of course, um, we've got our new friend, Neil Patrick Harris, Mm -hmm. which is very exciting. It is. New best friend. (laughs) He's my new best friend. He's been really great, though, because he's like not, he's not coming with any kind of. I'm a celebrity. Patrick Harris, but he's like talking about theatre, like he's so into theatre theater mm-hmm. and the craft of it and he wants to know about all of the beats and he wants to know about all of the like techniques and 
it's just really nice to work with someone that's like, tell me everything, yeah. tell me your secrets, and I want to do them all with yeah. me like a team, instead of being like, yeah, yeah, whatever, I'm Neil Patrick Harris. Yeah, he really doesn't seem to have an ego about it. And yeah, to be honest, what point. struck me, I was like, he's just kind of like us. I, and I, uh, he's just like us. Oh my God, he's just <laughs> like us. <laughs> but he's, he's just a little bit better looking. Than better. That is the difference, isn't it? You kind of, you, you're in the room with him, you're just like, wow. What an incredibly handsome human being. <laughs> handsome, talented, but a real theatre nerd. Yeah, because yeah. he, he really cares as well. Like really working does. with him and like this, trying to refine the moments and the little changes yeah. we're putting in um, with him. He's, you can see he's like really wanting to nail it. He's like you said, he he's did, not coming going like, oh, I'm, I'm Neil Patrick Harris. Yeah. I'll do what I do. I know I've been, been the business. Pages. He did a very he's, cute thing the other day. Oh, what you do? He was like trying to figure out how to fall off the ship when you tip it. And then he was mm. like, have you seen my ship fall? And I was like, <laughs> no, but I'll watch it next time. <laughs> so sweet. Yeah. He was just so sweet and yeah. keen. I'm so he's, sorry, Greg. Did I cut you off? No, no, you didn't. No, no. I'm just no, yeah, just saying he's he's keen and he cares. And with the physical stuff as well, he really wants to... He's he's super keen for it. I he's super keen for it. I love how up for it. Yeah, yeah. He's really... The, the phrase he used was, I'm horny for he the did. second role. <laughs> he did. <laughs> Horny to be in the second role sequence, and he's yeah. fully in yeah. it. I mean, yeah. yeah. When I heard that, I was like, "Oh, great!" But also, don't kill yourself, Neil, please. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we really don't want to be responsible for that. You are like the nation's sweetheart. We yeah. can't have this. Yeah, um, I what I've really enjoyed about him is that we have worked with celebrities on and off before, and the typical uh, attitude tends to be that they'll come in and they'll do their thing, and they'll they'll sort of deliver what they do mm -hmm. and they'll do it brilliantly and you know that's great they they do their thing but he has come in and just been like i'm an actor in the room what do i need to do and he's got ideas and things mm. that he's he's adjusting to us mm. rather than us adjusting to him it's been yeah well, we, are, we are also adjusting to him a lot we are adjusting to him i mean <laughs> I'm just adjusting yeah. to he makes me laugh but, but, but he's, he's also like somebody <laughs> i love him when you love him <laughs> he's so handsome i know i'm i'm, I'm fully yeah. in love but I'm with fine. his ideas and stuff he seems to he's like like you said, he's not go he's coming in with ideas, but also saying like, if it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Yeah. He, he seems yeah. like he's not precious about them. He's, exactly. he's up for trying them, and if we need to remold them into something else, he's he's up for that, which is fantastic. But do you remember it, it's, it's like a pan thing because Suchet was like that. Yeah, David Suchet was like, mm -hmm. okay, so I really feel with this speech, like I've got to play it as truthfully and honestly as possible to really make the joke work. Oh. And we were like, yes, David, yes, you are. So of course, you are. David this Suchet doing that that oh. speech was one of my favorite things ever. Yeah. Mr. Bumblesby. Mr. Bumblesby. Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course, yeah. What a masterclass that yeah. was. Yeah, and he was also, like, as you know, wanted to work on the craft and was talking about how he just started having an act, using an acting coach, and I think he was in his 70s by that point, maybe 60s, saying, you know, I don't want to stop working. I don't want to stop improving, and I found it really inspirational. We've mm. been very lucky with who we get to work with. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. And then, of course, we're now in America, so the audiences are a little different. What do we think of the American audiences, guys? I love them. They're so they're so keen, but they also don't understand pantomime, which <laughs> a lot of the jokes on the show are like pantomime based. But it just means that there's no rules for what they shout out, which ends up being completely incredible because they're just screaming at you, Shields, <laughs> normally. And it's like you just get such a good variation of like <laughs> insults, basically, and mm -hmm. and then um, and also like. They're really up for helping if, like, the, the the nicer parts of them being really outwardly supportive is really sweet. They are. They're very different to to UK audiences, which I didn't notice when we did Play It Goes Wrong. I think because of the nature of that show, audiences just got Play It Goes Wrong. They got 
murder mystery, it works the same UK and US. This has been very, very different, and we I've seen a lot of the differences in American audiences mm. watching Peter Pan. I think they have a different relationship to Peter Pan. Mm. Mm. Totally, oh, definitely, totally. yeah, yeah. I think they know it a lot better than we yeah. do. It's yeah, they're quoting a it a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah because yeah. generally in the UK, it's a seasonal show. Yeah, and not Christmas, that often, really. And yeah, not that often. But uh, in America, it's kind of whenever. It's it like is. they can put it on any time. Yeah. A summer Peter Pan, crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and but also I think they, there's this um, lovely sort of positivity that comes with American audiences, but it means that we we as Brits enjoy making quite a dark joke, right? Mm. Um, and we quite like delving into the pain. And I've noticed that the Americans are like, no, no, this thank is a you. great example of of the the difference, right? The narrator line, and Peter plays with Wendy. Yeah. Every single night in the UK, somebody'd be like, wait, like it would just it would just be ridiculous. <laughs> And no one at any point has done anything in this country. Yeah. Nobody is smutty. Yeah. <laughs> but then so I true. made a joke to Adam, uh, the guy calling the show. Mm-hmm. I mean, how do we? PSM. Yeah, but for British listeners, how do we explain? Uh, DSM. Different... <laughs> he's the person, I mean, even if you don't know any of this, actually. Uh, yeah. So basically, he's he knows the show inside out. And then he sits at the side. He's got all these uh, cameras in front of him, like these screens, right? And he's pressing the buttons. They go, go. He's t- telling lighting to go at the right time, telling sound to go at the right time, telling revolve to go. And he's sort of the the, the, the captain of the ship. And there, the are, ca- there are a lot of cues to call out in the show. Yeah. <laughs> but like he, and I said, I, I made a joke to him. I was like American audiences aren't aren't dirty. They don't they don't ever say Peter plays with Wendy. They don't think that's dirty. And he was like, no, because boys can play with girls, can't they? I just took it so at face value what I was saying, and I was like, oh, yep. <laughs> I mean, I just it was just such a sweet response. Like they really, yeah. I think that's the difference. It's stuff like that. We expect things that yeah. have ha- been happening for years with the, with a UK crowd that just. Are mm. much sweeter here. We have a long history of smut. Yeah, it's so smutty. <laughs> you smutty Brits, you <laughs> yes. smutty, smutty. And proud. <laughs> but also, like they, they love the success. They like um, when people succeed in the show and do well. And even I've noticed, which we never get in the UK, sometimes when you, Henry, are doing um, like trying to get the bottle open, he's got a hook on. He's finding it very difficult. British audiences are just mean to you. Yeah. They know that rule. They just are mean to you. I love hearing Americans go, you can do it. Yeah. <laughs> I believe in you. Sometimes. And I think they're they, they're even nice to you as Hook. Yeah, they believe in me. It's such a weird <laughs> response to a man who can't open a bottle. <laughs> that he's trying to use to murder a yeah, child. Yeah, trying to murder a child, exactly. <laughs> believe in you. So strange. It's lovely. It's lovely. I'm really mm. well. This has been very nice. Been very nice talking to you. We actually have j- literally just done a matinee, and we are going off to do mm-hmm. an evening show. Uh, so we're going to have to call it a day. But just before we go, uh, gang, I want to ask you if you have any tips or your best New York experiences in case someone's coming to visit the New York, the beautiful city. I'm like, what would what would you? There's suggest always they a do? tips bit, and your stomach drops. Like, I've got to come up with a good tip, <laughs> and I didn't even know what category of tip you were going to ask for, and nice. I still am nervous. It's open, so restaurants, touristy things, or you know, don't um, have an open bag on the subway. You know, whatever it is. What what something you've learned? Something oh, you that, might suggest? That just reminded me of a memory when I first came to New York as when, as a fifteen year old actually. Oh yeah, because uh, I was just walking the down the street. You, do huh? you look the same as you do now. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's exactly Imagine the same. It. Same same height and everything. <laughs> um, but I was just um, walking down the street and then a guy just kind of walks next to me and just hands me my wallet and he's like, yeah, "Don't carry it in your back pocket around New York." I was like, oh, oh thank wow. you. He had just like mugged me and, then and like, given back just to I prove a point. Wow. <laughs> and that was back in the days of me wearing real baggy jeans as well. So, yeah. 
So you yeah, can yeah. feel him around could, your yeah. ass. Couldn't feel, yeah. Now I feel all of my ass attention. Skin tight. Yes, I'm now. super aware yeah. of my ass. Um, anyone else done anything nice? Tips. Alamo Draft House. I love it there. Oh, yeah. Cinema. With, mm. where they serve you food which is you know it's a very american way of watching uh, a movie and i mm. really like it where you can while you watch the movie you can fill out a little menu someone will run along with some nachos or they scuttle don't they they, they scuttle, scuttle along and I really scuttle like in the dark well, Nancy, yeah. you, you introduced us to that last time i think that we go to the one in brooklyn don't we yeah they're at the air yeah well brooklyn yes. brooklyn me and greg love brooklyn mm-hmm. um speaking of brooklyn my thing would probably be there's a little jewish deli called mile end deli in brooklyn which is like amazing go there to eat mm-hmm. but also coney island mm-hmm. go and watch a brooklyn cyclones mm-hmm. game because it, it's baseball but if you don't like sport it's still fine because the food is so good mm-hmm. and there's enough adverts during the baseball that it becomes hysterical mm-hmm. um and i just can't get over how much advertising is in sport yeah. during the sport and then if you go on a theme night like i went to a star wars theme night one no. last time and of the, uh, of the baseball you get a ticket and it's and sometimes they do seinfeld theme nights um, which is just amazing and in between innings People dressed up as the characters from Star Wars or Seinfeld or whatever the theme night is, is they, they run onto the pitch and they do a scene, they mime a scene from Star Wars and then they go off and then the next the next innings happens and then you get a jersey that's like themed for that and it's just amazing. That sounds um, so it's good. just so America and I it's my dream to have a Peter Pan goes wrong theme night and we all run in <laughs> to the baseball fields at Coney Island. Do a little scene from Pizza Man goes wrong and go off. All I want is the jersey. Yeah. Ooh. There you go, Nance. Your dream. The next dream. Yeah, my next dream <laughs> oh, yeah. is, is Peter Pan. Peter on, Pan goes Coney wrong. Island. Theme night at Coney Island. <laughs> and I'm going to bring you all down with me. That genuinely might be harder to achieve than Broadway. <laughs> no, I think it's easy. I think it's good. We'll, we'll, we'll send some emails to our Please. producers. Yeah. Get the ball yeah, rolling. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's Ten years time, that'll happen. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, thank you all so much for coming. I'm going to leave you guys with a fact. Yay. About New York. Yeah. I'm a nerd. So, it it's we all know it's called the Big Apple now, but originally it used to be called the Big Oyster. No. Did you the, know? Oyster, the oyster markets. That's it's right. huge. Oyster markets and Yeah. Oh, oh you guys are oh really new. So the harbour was rich with oysters. Apparently, they helped to keep the water clean but were largely wiped out by over-harvesting and po- pollution. But there is a project focused on restoring the oysters to New York, which is very exciting. Yes. Ah. If you like oysters. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I love an oyster, so I'm having a great time. Thank you guys so much for joining me on the Mischief Makers podcast. Um, and I look forward to making another one and reaching out to all our fans again. Take care, guys. Bye. 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 Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.